Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Blooming Podcast. If you guys are new, my name's Tess. Hi, welcome. We'd love to have you here in our Busy Blooming community. I'm not even going to lie. Alexis and I recorded the cutest, most fun intro this week. Like, it was just such a good vibe. We got new microphones. We had big plans, like big, big plans. And my microphone sounds like I am screaming into the wind through a tin can. Like it sounds so horrible. So I have spent hours trying to salvage the intro and it's just not the vibe. So anyways, uh, this week I'm just going to say hi, pop in with my old microphone and say welcome to the podcast. Next week, Alexis and I will come at you with a good intro. We'll hear from you guys in the community And we will be all together again and hopefully very, very good audio for your ears. So anyways, um, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) If you guys are new, my name's Tess. I'm 24. I work and live downtown Toronto. Busy Blooming, it's not just a podcast. It's a place for women in their 20s. We have so much going on. We have a Facebook group where you can join for free, of course. We have an Instagram where you can take over the Instagram if you want. We see different days in the life of different women in this community on the Instagram. We have, of course, premium quality content on there as well. We also have... We have a blog, we have free resume templates, free email templates, we have a LinkedIn. There's a lot going on. Um, We also have a TikTok, which, you know, lots coming to the TikTok shortly. The busy blooming one year anniversary of the Facebook group and the Instagram is on November 15th. And something very exciting is launching that day, something everyone has been wanting, and I'm so excited about it. So stay tuned for that. Um, But with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This week we have Elena Bloomberg on the podcast, Lenny B. Fit. We had such a good chat about morning routines, journaling, diet culture, weight gain in college, all that sort of stuff. And at the end, we chatted a little bit about dating in um, Toronto, which is really fun. Um, Dating in your 20s, all that fun stuff. So I hope you guys are looking forward to the episode. We'll be back next week with a premium intro with Alexis, our social media manager, and I. And all will be good and well with the world next week. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to this interview with Alana. It was super fun. And with all that being said, let's jump into the interview. Okay, we're here with Alana. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me. I was creeping your socials and you were just queen of like aesthetic morning routine, (laughs) wellness, health. Like I just want to learn everything from you. So I'm so excited. Thank you. I I feel honored. I always feel like my stuff isn't as aesthetic like as I want it to be, but I think it's just the perfectionist in me. Oh my God. No, I think you have that perfect like effortless sort of unfiltered vibe that I think is really really in right now like the Ember Chamberlain's sort of like really chill vibe I I love it I I want to be more like that and I just I can't get away from the filters I feel like once you get rid of the filters like I used to be such like a story filter girl yeah and I would constantly be like finding a new filter that I was obsessed with and then now like I don't use filters my friends think I'm crazy who like aren't like into social media like in terms of like blogging, yeah. um, they're like, what filter do you use? I'm like, oh, I don't use one. <laughs> like filters, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I need to like get on that. Cause I like, it is a lot more in right now, more trendy. Okay. So before we get into it, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, what your days look like so we can just learn about you. 
Yeah. So I'm Alana. I also go by Lanny or I'm known as Lanny B fit. Some of my friends even call me that in real life. (laughs) Um, I'm 22 years old from Toronto, Canada. I actually grew up in the GTA. So the greater Toronto area, um, just North of Toronto around like 30 minutes away. I'm at Ryerson university. I'm finishing up my undergraduate degree in marketing. However, I didn't always go there. So I am a transfer student. I used to go to Laurier, another, um, big university here in Ontario, and I'm a social media manager recently changed my title to talent and brand manager. Um, at green fresh media, it's a social media agency, and I'm in the process of building a, a podcast network. So that's what occupies my days when I'm not in lecture. And then I'm a lifestyle health and wellness content creator on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And I also have my own podcast, Morning Ray, which is an extension of everything that I kind of share on those platforms. I love that you do so much stuff. I want to learn how you do everything because I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> so this podcast is all about being in your 20s and just trying to figure it out the best we can. So a question we ask every guest, and I would love to hear your answer, is if you could go back to yourself at 18, what is something you would tell your 18-year-old self? When I was younger, I still am, but I feel like I'm a lot more like agile now. Um, I was a really big planner and every plan I set, I had to finish and it had to go the exact way that I planned it. And I learned that you can only plan so much in life, but life has its own course that's meant for you. And you kind of just have to go with the flow and let it take you where you're meant to go. And you're going to realize later why it took you that way and just embrace it. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's such a good answer. I feel like it's so hard to find the balance of like making things happen and like taking action and then like trusting the process. I think that's like always something that I find so hard. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. What is your go-to like morning routine, weekly routine? Like what do you do to kind of reset? So I love my morning routine. I feel like when I don't do at least like my non-negotiables, I feel really off. Um, I like to wake up really early. I got into this this past year. I was always like an early riser. I mean, I try to make myself sleep in so I could fit in with everyone else that was sleeping until like noon, but I could never really do that. I think the farthest I used to sleep in was like maybe 10, 30, 11. And I would, that would not be straight. Like I would wake up. Um, so I wake up around like six, six 30 during the week on the weekend. I sleep in in quotations, not really like to like eight or nine. Yeah. Um, but I wake up pretty early and then I get up, I got changed and usually into like some athleisure clothes and then I'll do some sort of movement. Um, I'll either go on a walk, I'll go on a run. I got super into running this summer, which is like, still like shocking to me. I was never a runner. So if if you're debating running or if you think you can't do it, you can, um, or I'll go to the gym and do weightlifting, or if I'm feeling fancy, a workout class. And then I'll typically walk afterwards. I like to walk and listen to a podcast. Um, try not to grab a coffee from a coffee shop. Doesn't always go as planned. Um, me and my roommate Leanne were actually talking about how it's so tempting to go on a walk. I just goes hand in hand to go and grab a coffee. So I've been really trying not to, trying to be smart with my money. Um, then I'll come home and make a coffee. I'll shower. I'll journal if I haven't journaled already. I've been loving my five minute journal. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll do my own prompts in my blank journal which is a bullet journal. I'll just like Mm -hmm. put my prompts. I share those on my Instagram and then I'll sit down at my desk, start working, whether it be school or work or like 
social media stuff. And then usually like around like 9 30, 10, I'll end up having breakfast. That's just when I've been hungry lately. And that's pretty much my morning. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) That sounds like just the perfect way to start your day. I love what you post on Instagram, like your journal prompts, like how has journaling helped or maybe impacted your mental health and kind of just getting ready for the day? I feel like journaling allows me to take care of my mental well-being and anything that may be prohibiting me from being able to be fully present in whatever my day has to present itself with. Um, Journaling was a really big stepping stone for me in terms of starting to go to therapy. It was like that midway step where I started to work on my mental health on myself and started to really reflect and become aware of those thoughts, whether they were conscious or subconscious and work through them without a professional. And then eventually I wanted something more. So that led me to therapy. Um, I did go through a time where I didn't journal. Um, It was before I started journaling. And then now this year when I got COVID in April and until like two weeks ago, I didn't really journal um, consistently. And I definitely notice a difference when I do journal and when I don't, um, it just really helps me work through anything that's like overwhelming, um, stressful in my life, maybe feelings that I have towards my body or my weight or how I've been eating. Um, I do have a history of being restricted with food or a poor body image. So being able to work through that on paper and see like the thoughts leaving my brain and entering the paper and being able to reflect on them, um, is super beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. I love that. I feel like journaling as well. I have found it so good at seeing patterns because sometimes like for me, I quit a job last year and I didn't even realize how long I had been feeling like, oh, I'm just so uncomfortable. I don't fit in here. Like I didn't even, I was like, oh, I've just been feeling this recently. And then you can look Mm -hmm. back and be like, no, it's been like a year I've been saying this. And I think that's like a really good thing as well. And yeah, if you guys don't journal, like it's so, so therapeutic and just such a good habit to get into. And even like for the fun things too, to look back and be like, oh yeah, like I did that that day. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, I love that. And I, I love your journal prompts, like highly recommend everyone go check them out. They're so good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I would love to talk, like you mentioned and get into kind of your journey with, you know, wellness and fitness and eating habits and all that stuff. I think, you know, women in our twenties is the audience of this podcast. And I think so many of us have gone through some sort of experience with that. What has your journey been like specifically with like dieting and exercise? I'll start like at the beginning. I grew up having a really great relationship with food. Um, I never restricted anything or followed any diets until university. I was the girl in the friend group who ate whatever she wanted and did it confidently. We'd go to dessert places and I'd have a waffle and I'd have it myself. My friends would want to share it. Um, or, and they wouldn't finish it. I don't know if it was because of their appetite or because they were, they were ashamed of eating like sweets or they felt guilty around it, but I had a really great relationship with food. I ate, I was pretty picky with my food. Um, I would eat like a five-year-old until I went away to university and there's nothing wrong with that. My diet consisted of chicken fingers and, um, French fries and pizza and pasta and grilled cheese, Eggo waffles. That was, that was Lanny. Um, and then then in first year, I um, started to uh, struggle with emotional eating. I was away from home for the first time. I had stopped dancing and dancing was a huge outlet for me in terms of dealing with anxiety and stress. And it was also a safe place for me. 
and I stopped dancing when I went to university. So I also had that impact. I was also trying to figure out what type of movement do I like doing? I had no idea for so long, for like almost 18 years, I was told what to do the moment I stepped into the dance studio. I had a set schedule as to when I was moving, how I was moving, how often I was moving, um, constantly being pushed and challenged by my teachers and um, obviously by my peers as well, because like it's super competitive in the dance world. So I was navigating not only living alone, away from home for the first time, but also trying to figure out what does movement look like for me now that I'm not dancing, because that was something I decided to give up when I got to university. I really wanted the full university experience. Um, I didn't want to be like constrained by like dance schedules. So I started going to the gym by myself. Um, and I was also binge drinking a lot and eating not the best things and emotionally eating. So I did start to put on some weight in first year. And that led me to fall victim to a lot of fad diets. Um, a lot of diets that I saw on Pinterest at the time, a lot of diets that I saw on Instagram, all of which were not provided to me by a doctor or medical professional registered dietitian, which is really the only places you should be going for advice surrounding nutrition. Um, and so that really started to impact, um, my relationship with food and the weight being gained started to really impact the way I felt about my body because also up until that point, I was super self-confident. Yeah, I had like some things that I was insecure about as does any teenager, especially a teenage girl, especially a teenage girl growing up with magazines and social media like taking over. Um, so that was like the first time I really felt like low about myself and I fell victim to a lot of diets. I would say I yo-yo dieted a lot. Um, I did see a registered dietitian after first year to help me lose the weight that I gained because um, I didn't feel healthy. Um, I felt really sluggish. Um, I wasn't working out as much, obviously, because I was used to dancing like 20 plus hours a week. And I was only moving a few times a week um, for maybe an hour at a time. So it was like a big difference. Um, so then from then, I would say I was like pretty restrictive for second year. But it's also hard because you have like the culture of university where like mm -hmm. everyone's like, don't eat if you're going out so you can get drunk off of one shot, which is like, yeah. so, so not good. Mm -hmm. And then like having like pizza late at night and like all these things, I don't want to say all of them because I don't want to <laughs> give anyone any ideas, but I'm yeah. sure you can only imagine. Um, it wasn't until third year when I had transferred to Ryerson and I was living back at home that I really started to get tired of being controlled by the way that I felt around food and the scale and letting that control me. So I started to lean into intuitive eating. I had a lot of friends that were huge advocates for it who also are on like have their own social media platforms. And I started really encouraging myself to have my fear foods and to eat what my body was craving and to forget about the calories and the macros and everything. And I really think like in this past year, my relationship with food and myself and my body that's ever changing has become a lot better. It's become a lot healthier. Um, will I say it's perfect? No, there's always things that are going to come up and there's going to be new things that are fearful to me that I didn't realize were, um, but we work through them. And I'm, I'm very proud to say that I'm no longer restrictive with anything and I eat truly intuitively and does it look every look the same every day? No, most definitely not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, like, thank you for being so open. And I, I think that experience is something like so many of us have gone through and I can definitely relate to too. I think we just don't realize to the effect 
of like the drinking and then the eating late at night. Like it's just, it becomes such a pattern of behavior and mm-hmm. even like that on our mental health and like your overall like well-being, it just spirals. And I think that's like a huge thing that people go through, especially as women. I feel like in university with the yo-yo dieting and when you were kind of at that point and you're like, okay, I want to kind of make a change and change my lifestyle. Were there any like specific steps you took to kind of like get into that a better headspace with it all? Um, I definitely read some books. So there's a book called The Fuck It Diet, which I read, which was super great. I feel like that was the first book to kind of spark interest in it. Did I immediately start to put those things into practice? No, it definitely wasn't like smooth sailing. I definitely dabbled in and out of intuitive eating and back into like dieting and restricting and whatnot, um, as would most people. Um, but listening, reading that book and then listening to podcasts that really were big advocates around intuitive eating and foregoing diet culture and really just accepting your body for what it is in this given moment and learning to love it for what it is and to be body neutral. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of body positivity. I definitely say Mm -hmm. I'm more someone that's body neutrality. You're not going to love every part of your body. You're not going to love your body every day there's going to be moments where you're still experiencing low self-esteem and that's totally okay. It's just learning to accept it for what it is and be comfortable in that. Um, but I definitely think podcasts that discuss it, um, with professionals is great. The fuck a diet book is amazing and unfollowing accounts on social media Mm -hmm. that really advocated for diet culture and this restriction idea and calorie counting. I unfollowed them and started to follow more accounts that were preaching the mentality that I was hoping to achieve. And I think it really did help me. Mm -hmm. I think we all can maybe like think of a time where your brain just kind of switches. Like you go from like not really caring and not really thinking as much about what you're eating to all of a sudden, like just being so overly aware of it. And it's so hard to like get back into like a healthy space. And I love that you said too before about visiting or like going to a registered dietitian. I think for me, that was like a really big like light switch of like, it's all about like getting enough protein and vitamins. And like your content is a lot about kind of like being your best self and wellness. What, like, what do you think to you is like being your best self in your twenties? Like, what does that look like for you? I think it's different for everyone. I feel like there is like this whole thing about being that girl. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like the trend on TikTok and like, I guess it catered, went into Instagram a bit and YouTube Mm -hmm. was a very specific type of person. And that's not what being your highest self is to me. Being your highest self is showing up as your personal highest self and whatever that is in that day, in that given moment, allowing yourself to feel your best mentally and physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it may be. And it's going to vary from day to day, but putting in the routines and the rituals and the habits to allow you to be able to do that, whether it be through ensuring you're getting enough sleep, whether you're taking a moment for self-care, whether it be going to therapy, whether it be spending time with friends and just chilling and maybe getting drunk on a bottle of wine, maybe that's you showing up as your highest self that day, really doing the things that allow you to feel your best and be able to show up as your highest self. Um, for me, it's my morning routine. It makes me feel really good. For me, it's socializing with my friends and giving myself that time to be social and to be a kid because I feel like I've 
kind of forced myself to grow up a little bit faster than most of my friends. So really allowing myself to dive back into that, only surrounding myself with people who really uplift me and make me feel good about myself and where the relationship feels mutual. doesn't feel like I'm reaching out just to them and they're kind of just like taking it for granted. Um, That's really what it means to show up as your highest self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you said like, drinking wine and like, like that can even be like being your best self. I think we put, you know, those of us who do like work and social media and you also do school, like I find that we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So like, like Mm -hmm. you said, be like this super healthy, like perfect, make no mistakes type of person. How do you listen to yourself intuitively enough, like to let yourself have fun. I feel like I've definitely have struggled with being really hard on myself. I am a type personality. I do have OCD tendencies. I'm a perfectionist. Like I have all the things going against me in terms of like not being hard on myself. Like Mm -hmm. I will, I will be hard on myself, Mm -hmm. but I think therapy has really taught me to not be hard on myself and to counteract those thoughts. Um, to know that I'm young and I'm supposed to be living life. I'm not living to work. I'm working so that I could live. Um, and I think balance is super, super important. And I think it's important to realize what your priorities are. And for me, my priority priorities are taking care of my physical and mental well-being. And that includes going to the gym. It includes going to bed early. It includes reading a book before bed. It includes also going out sometimes like all of August. I will literally say like I had a one month long bender. Like I was like getting drunk every weekend and I got my fix and now I'm kind of over it. And now Mm -hmm. we're kind of going back into like hot girl, like fall where we're like getting into (laughs) our routines and like being a little more heavy on the self-care opposed to like the social light. Um, it's really about like leaning into what you feel you need and it takes trial and error. I have burnt out a bunch of times. Um, but I think like from experience, I've learned what my boundaries are, um, what my limits are and learning what I really need in that given moment. And sometimes it takes a little bit of failure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like, that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. We can just be like our worst critics, of course, like we've all heard that. And I think, especially with being so young, I find that we lose the like feeling of what do I actually feel like doing right now? We just mm-hmm. have like, I should be doing this. I'm, it's Saturday. I'm going to wake up early and do all these things and like hustle and like, you know, grind today and like all that stuff. What is your opinion kind of on like hustle culture? I don't think it's cool to brag about overworking. Like Mm -hmm. my guy friends that are in investment banking or like anything in finance that like are working till Mm -hmm. two in the morning. Like, I don't think it's cool. (laughs) Like, yeah, you need balance. Like that is not the life I want. Like, yes, I do a lot of things. Yes. I am kind of always working, but I set really strict boundaries with myself because I believe that hustle culture isn't healthy and I don't want to be a part of it. Like, I really don't think it's cool to brag about overworking and burning yourself out. Um, it's not something you really should be proud of. I think you should be proud of being efficient and getting the things that you do get done so that you can go and get your facial. You can go Mm -hmm. for a walk. You can go nap on the couch. Um, I'm really against hustle culture, but Mm -hmm. I'm also against being a slob and lazy and not doing anything. I think there's a really good happy medium in between there. Speaking of like all the things you do, like, do you have any like tips for setting boundaries? I find it can be so hard even personally. I struggle with it a lot. Like, how do you set those boundaries? 
It's something that I'm learning every day. Um, I actually was talking to my therapist about it last week, how I'm struggling to find a current balance because now I have school in the mix of everything. Like I felt Mm -hmm. like I found a good balance between like work and my social media stuff and my social life, dating life and like um, self-care moments. But now I have school in the mix and it's kind of like trying to figure out what that is. And I think it is a lot of trial and error. Like right now I've worked three weeks where I've done full-time work and then hopping on and off of lectures and doing school around that, um, like my work and going out with friends and going on dates. And I'm starting to realize maybe I need to take one day off of work so that I can do school and figure out, is that going to make me more stressed with work? Is that going to alleviate stress with school? Is it going to make it better all around? I won't really know until I try. Um, but also being comfortable with saying no. I've had to say no to brand deals. I was like, I have too many. Like, I'm going to burn out if I do all these things, saying no to plans. Um, just really knowing when it's time to step back, you will make mistakes, but that's how you learn. And that's how you figure out what your boundaries are. And it's ever changing. Um, so trial and error is my best friend. <laughs> I heard this quote that was like, you shouldn't live a life where you just burn yourself out and then repair and burn yourself out. And when I heard that, I felt kind of like, I feel like that's me. Like, I I feel like I'm always burning myself out all the time. And I I really love what you said. It's like trial and error. Like sometimes you just try a certain lifestyle or certain routine and it does burn you out. And that's okay. I mean, like, you know, we're young in our twenties, like we'll figure it out one day. Like, what are those things that like really, really ground you in those busy times? I really like my workouts. Like I was the girl during finals and midterm season, especially at Laurier, like, cause you're on campus and you're with all the kids, Mm -hmm. um, who would continue to work out during exam season. And I found a lot of my friends would stop because they quote unquote, didn't have time to work out. But for me, it was what really helped keep Mm -hmm. my anxiety and stress levels down. Um, one exam season I had mono and I couldn't work out and I, I noticed a difference. Like I was so much more anxious. I was so much more stressed about my finals and studying and everything. Um, just setting aside, even, even if it's like 30 minutes a day Mm -hmm. to even just walk, maybe I'm not like doing an intense workout or like quote unquote, what people would call working out. A lot of people don't consider walking workout, but just doing some sort of movement, mm-hmm. getting outside really, really helps me. It helps my mental health. It helps my physical health. Um, it breaks apart your day. It gives you a little bit more of routine. I just, it helps me a lot. And I also know that I have to have balance with that as well. Like there too much of anything isn't good for you. Um, but just having a consistent routine of moving. I think we sometimes put too much pressure on like moving and working out it needs to be like this whole thing and I think the pandemic at least for those of us who are like trapped in Toronto (laughs) I think we really like found the value of just like going for walks because for so so long like everything was closed um and yeah I think moving your body like truly is like really trying to be your best self like it's so good for you like not aesthetically at all, like trying to change the way you look, but just for your brain and your back from sitting all day. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just has so many good benefits. It doesn't have to be like that complicated. Like you said, I I love that. I would love to chat to you about like dating in Toronto. I feel like everyone who's on this podcast is like in a super serious relationship. What has that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I love it. What has that been like for you, like during the pandemic and like just have you had any lessons learned like I would just love to like get into it okay so we started off the pandemic living at home so I lived with my two parents um both which are immune compromised 
So I had to be very cautious with Mm -hmm. um, who I was seeing. And so at first it was definitely like a big thing. Like I couldn't really go out and see people. I did a few FaceTime dates. It's awkward because like my parents could a hundred percent hear me. So like not my favorite thing in the world. Um, I did a few walking dates with like people that I knew from like high school that I had like matched with on hinge. The only app I use is hinge. I've been on Raya. I paid for that for, I think six months. I somehow got approved on that. Um, Did you see anybody like famous? (laughs) I saw, um, David Dobrik. I saw Niall Horan. I saw, Oh my god. A lot of athletes, which obviously yeah. I don't have a brother or a boyfriend ever. So like I don't really know sports. Yeah. So, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, I don't know if they were cool people. I don't remember their names. Yeah. Um I had Raya, and then I'm also on this like Jewish version of Raya okay. called Box Club. Oh yeah. Um, if you follow Brooke Michio, she's yeah. about it a bit. <laughs> That's where I know it from, yeah. <laughs> I don't really use that one actively because it's not location based and oh. predominantly the boys are in New York. Clearly Jewish cute right. boys are in New York. Right. So I've learned. <laughs> but it definitely has been an experience. This summer I definitely would say I had a hot girl summer <laughs> of going on so many dates. You can yeah. ask and my roommate she's <laughs> she's laughing. Um constantly having at least like three guys on my roster um it's a good time it gets complicated though because one your friends can't keep up with you so like you're you have to give (laughs) nicknames so like we have like e-boy or like njb like nice jewish boy we have like finance boy we have like you come up it's kind of fun though it's like my friends were saying I was on on lanny's bachelorette I had my own bachelorette oh my god yes (laughs) But it's been fun. I would say, actually, I totally forgot about this. I had like one like sort of long-term ting like in the middle. Yeah. Um, I was seeing this guy from December till March. So like peak lockdown in the winter. Yeah. Oh my God. So things moved really fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Like I was sleeping at his place like Friday to Sunday, like every week for like three months. Um, wow. like we did Valentine's day together, yeah. we celebrated his birthday together. Um, when he ended it, I was literally like heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, we're fine now. Yeah. Here, we, we had hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and that like was from hinge. So okay. dating's possible. Yeah. I love that. I love that energy. I, I think so too. Is your go-to like hinge? Like you would say for people listening, like that's the best thing. I would say you're going to find the classiest men on there. Okay. If you're looking for more than a hookup, definitely go on Hinge. Um, Even if, like, I'm not saying, like, you have to want to date someone. Like, this summer before I moved, I was like, I don't want a boyfriend right now. I kind of just like meeting people and going on dates and kind of being spoiled. So that's what I did. Um, Yeah. I've gone on, like, lots of dates for drinks and meals and adventures yeah I don't know like we did like fun things yeah um but yeah definitely hinge is like that or like in person I met so many for a while I deleted hinge this summer and all my dates were coming from like friends or people mm-hmm. I was meeting at bars or like friends to friends yeah do you have any like rituals you do before a first date to kind of get rid of nerves 
Um, I play Miley Cyrus's album. I don't even know what it's called. Um, oh my God. Plastic Hearts. I should okay. know that. Yeah. I blast it on one. my speaker. I just get into my mood. I'm Miley. Like I, like I embrace my inner Miley. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll drink like a white claw. I'm not really mm-hmm. like a pre-drinks person. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll like put a little CBD under the tongue because oh, yeah. I do like get a little bit of social anxiety sometimes. Although lately, like no anxiety, my friends don't understand me. Oh. Um, walk into that date, super confident. Nice. Um, I have like go-to outfits usually like, yes my asymmetrical blue jeans from princess polly that which are like the goldie dupes with a little black crop tank situation Mm -hmm. um sneakers either my air force ones or my platform black converse like high tops Mm -hmm. cute little shoulder bag now we add a little jacket because it's fall so we have like the leather blazer on top situation Mm -hmm. and i usually like to curl my hair, either leave it down or put in a ponytail. I like to do my makeup. Um, I'm always around like three to five minutes late. Never, I've only ever been there before the guy once, but it ended up working my favor because I wasn't, I sat like at the restaurant beside or something. Like there was a subway beside the bar oh. and he didn't see me sitting there. So he went in and grabbed the table. So it, like, it still worked. Oh, out. it worked. It worked. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. This sounds so fun. Um, okay. Do you have any like tips for having just like a fun, good mindset? Cause I feel like sometimes I have a bunch of girlfriends who are doing the same thing. Hot girl fall is here. And, but I find that it's so hard to like not get your hopes up and just have fun with it. Like how, how do you like have such a good mindset with it? Um, just be open to anything. This could be a new friend. One of my best Mm -hmm. guy friends, um, his name is David. We matched on Hinge. We started going on dates. I didn't vibe with it. I mean, we've had like some ups and downs, but we didn't vibe with it. And now he's my best friend. So there's options for best friends from dating apps. Just like be open. You're meeting a new person. Just pretend you're talking to a friend and you don't need to put too much pressure on it. Just like Mm -hmm. be present in the moment. You're getting to know a new person. The person's getting to know you. You're enjoying a drink, maybe Mm -hmm. enjoying food. You may be enjoying doing an activity together. Um, just like being like focused in the now, I feel like a lot of anxiety comes from thinking about the past or the future, um, thinking what if and should have, and I should have worn this, or I should have said that, or Mm -hmm. what is this going to happen? Just like be present in the moment. And I also like, this is like my advice, but have more than one guy or girl, whatever you're into that you're kind of talking to so that your mind isn't like super hyper fixated on this one Mm -hmm. person, really encouraging yourself to have like that abundance mindset. Yeah. Do you ever like prep conversation, like topics before? No. No. Okay. Okay. That just would, okay. I used to like when I was like younger, like maybe in high school, but like therapy has definitely helped with my self esteem Mm -hmm. when it comes to like relationships, whether they be like platonic or romantic with guys. Yeah. I saw your reel or maybe it was a TikTok first that (laughs) that was like turning F boys into friends or something. It's going viral right now so many I really hope those guys don't see it but they all have girlfriends now so my god it has like 750k or something on Instagram I was like oh my god I'm that girl yeah I'm that girl (laughs) that's the new trend be that girl (laughs) 
Okay. Well, I think that was everything I wanted to chat to you about today. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. This is super I fun. Had so much fun too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Okay. So where can people find you? Your TikTok, Instagram, everything. Everyone needs to go follow. Okay. It's going to be a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram and TikTok are finally the same. They're both at Lanny B Fit. That's L-A-N-I, the letter B as in Bob fit fit and then my youtube is alana bloomberg but you can find it on those pages and my podcast is morning ray ray is spelt r-a-e because my first name is actually alana hyphen ray so it's like a play on words and that's me i love it everyone go follow go find that one tiktok and blow it up (laughs) um okay well thank you so much for coming on the podcast and we'll see you guys next week bye (laughs) 